0: Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. The Green Path Podcast is kindly sponsored by Systonica, the first sustainability certification for vacation rentals that audits homes on their environmentally friendly setup, installs smart measuring tools for water, gas and electricity and offers an iPad for guests to see their real-time consumption levels. Learn more at systonica.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Green Path Podcast. Today is one of those small steps episode, although it's probably more an educational one than a small step. Today, I'm chatting with Alan Kane, who will explain to us how we can harness the sun for power. So today's episode is all about solar panels. Hello, Alan. How are you?
1: I'm great. Good morning from Florida.
0: Oh, good morning, Florida. (laughs) So, Alan, um, let's start... Uh, at the beginning about your journey. How did you get involved with solar panels?
1: Oh, it's not a long journey. Um, It's actually a family journey. I've been doing it now for about nine months or so. My wife's cousin, who lives up in uh, Princeton, New Jersey, basically put solar panels on his house about four years ago and was so impressed by this company that he went to work for them. So. (laughs) rare story but familiar story and um they uh company is about 15 years old was sold to a young group of uh guys who really wanted to take it to the next level and they were looking for you know somebody who um had experience in sales and my background is you know 50 years of selling and technology um so you know interviewed with them and we both thought it would be a great Fit And I jumped into it. And I remember back in December, I said, well, I'll start on January 1st. And he said, come on, Alan, you're a sales guy. Um, Just jump in. And, you know, it's been, it's been, I really have had a lot of fun. It's been very educational. Um, I, you know, I'm at that point in my life and my career where, yeah, I, I, I have to work like the rest of us, but I'm very particular and what I, you know, and and this isn't necessarily about the solar piece, but what I really like about this company. And I think it is, is that they're all about education and it's what you're talking about. Um, it's not the pushy, you know, I'm going to call you 15 times to sell it's, you know, let's educate that consumer. Let's do the best job we can. Um, you know, we want um, uh, to provide a solution and we want to keep you as a customer for the next, you know, however many years. Solar's lifespan is about 25 or 30 years. Mm. So a lot, of, a lot of corpses out there of companies that just haven't made it. So, um, so I've both been, you know, providing solutions. I, I was thinking about it before we got on, you know, I love the word sales, because at the end of the day, that's what you do, and that's what I am. But what we're really doing is providing a solution for people to um, do one of really three or four things. One is to be more green and sustainable, and I have been shocked as to how many people, because that's sort of where I start, is what's driving this project. Mm-hmm. And I have been, you know, really amazed at how many people um, tell me I, I want to be more sustainable. I want to be more green. Um, the other is, you know, obviously I want to save money. Energy course costs have just absolutely gone through the roof around the world. This, you know, past year plus. So that's important. And then the other big piece, which is part of this equation today, is storage. With with the climate change, um, with you know the grids going down. People and people are working at home and people have kids and people have medical devices, having the ability to to run their electric appliances when there is no power coming from the utility is also an important piece. Mm
0: -hmm. Incredible, that's amazing. So I first became aware about solar panels and started talking about solar panels about 15 years ago. And at the time, my friend was explaining to me that the problem was storing the energy and uh, I think that was actually the main, uh, and moving it actually, moving it. So I know that solar panels would have come a long, long way since then. So what is the story? How does a solar panel work in layman's terms? How does it work? And then what happens to this power that's produced by the sun? How does it, how does it, uh, how is it used in the building and stored, et cetera? What's the
1: story? Sure. sure, so there's really two different scenarios. Um, Yeah, the sun shines on your solar panels, whether they're on your roof or whether they're out in the field, Um, and the solar panels have been built to literally create energy, and it's, it's, it's DC energy, and it's funny because people keep asking me, well, isn't DC dangerous? And you know it's up on my roof, and I said, "Well, that's a discussion that's gone on now for about 130 years since Edison and Tesla had that argument back in the day." But you know, it's it, it's basically the electrons in the panel move around a lot, and then it's pushed out of the panel, and then it goes through you know a number of iterations. So now we have this AC power or DC power. And what do we do? Stop with you
0: there for one second. Yeah, absolutely. Excuse my ignorance. No. What's DC power?
1: So DC is direct current. So DC is what your laptop runs on, your cell phone runs on. After it leaves, um, the power leaves the electrical outlet. So you know that when you plug a laptop in, there's a big, well, they've gotten smaller, but little brick. Um, if you plug you know, my Apple phone in, there's a little brick that goes in the wall. And what that does is that converts the AC. Mm. And, and in Europe, I think it's AC. It's a, I think it's just a different um, level of AC. Mm-hmm. I, I think you guys are on 240, yeah, we're, we're 115. Yeah. So yeah. it gets converted to direct current. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I don't know that I can get more <laughs> deeper than that. That's all right. But direct current is... Um, it, it's it's just a different flavor of electric, mm-hmm. and um, you know. But our homes, are appliances, for the most part. I mean, again, in Europe, um, the research I've done is that there are a lot of appliances that do run on DC. So if you have solar panels on the roof and they create DC current, um, you can actually run those those appliances right off. Energy being created um, in the panels, and in fact, that's what's happening. Sort of on the electric vehicle side, is that um, that conversion. So, so there's there's different ecosystems. Let's call it that, where um, you know some companies keep that DC power all the way to your electric panel. Now everybody has an electric panel, right? There's other companies who converted a couple of different times from DC to AC back to DC back to AC, where I see the industry sort of moving. And, and I heard this on a you know webinar yes, yesterday morning is, well, let's use that DC power direct because your car, your EV, it's a battery. It's DC. It's not AC. So if we can charge that battery directly from what's coming off the roof, we don't, we don't lose any energy in the transition. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot going on. Um, you said, how does, you know, what happens to the energy? So I think I said there's sort of two scenarios. One is, you know, you're, you you don't create the same amount of power every day. Depends mm-hmm. on, yeah, you know, how the sun is shining, where uh, you're located, you know, did it just snow five inches, all of that. So, you know, there is a sort of a bell curve of the panels wake up in the morning, start generating some energy. When the sun hits its peak, the panels are gonna hit their peak and then it comes back down. Um, Some days, you know, whether it might be like in the Northeast where I sell, um, in the spring, in the fall, it's not, the sun's not so great or, you know, it's raining, snowing, whatever. So basically your home, the way, systems are tried to set up today is you're going to use as much power as you can of what you're creating Mm -hmm. but maybe you know you're on vacation so your panels are still creating so what happens is the excess power will go back to the electric company and many electric companies basically have what they call net metering at least here in the states and they sort of create a solar checking account so in those times when you know, your panels aren't creating enough power, you need to draw from the grid, you get a credit back. So, you know, you're not, again, paying out. Okay, other solutions. Um, Energy storage. Energy storage is becoming much bigger and that's what you were talking about before. Um, Batteries are getting better, no question about it. They're still very expensive. They're still fairly large. they, the chemistry that they are made out of is changing. People are very concerned. Fire departments are very concerned, you know, over are they safe enough to put in, you know, basements without sprinklers, all those things together. Mm-hmm. But they're being sold here in the States in about 20 to 40 percent of the homes that are putting solar panels on the roof. And mm-hmm. why is that? Well, you look at a place like Texas. That you know, this summer is going through um, a lot of brownouts. Uh, a couple years ago, they had a huge freeze. And people don't wanna be without power. Um, you know.
0: What's a brownout?
1: <laughs> uh, brownout um, when your lights dim, because the electric company has either turned down the amount of electricity it's gonna send to your house oh my or God. shut it off completely. So let's look. Let, Let's look at California, um, where I I spent 30 years of my life. Um, There's so much power being drained from the electric company that there's times when they literally shut the power off. And then there's times where, you know, California is so dry and, and the fires are so bad that they get to a point where they feel it's too dangerous to have the electricity on in a Mm -hmm. certain place where they actually will shut the electricity off Mm -hmm. and or during a fire they'll shut the electricity off so you know at that point what do you you know what do you do Um, i remember my wife and i moved to Marin county oh gosh 25 six years ago and uh you know first couple months we were there there was this you know absolutely amazing rainstorm and everybody complains that it doesn't rain it rains in california we were without electricity for three days and the, uh, you know, the trip to Costco that we had just made with $500 worth of food in the refrigerator just, oh. so people, you know, they, they see that happening. Um, yeah, we're all, not all, but many, many of us around the world are working from home. So if you, you know, if you lose electricity, um, you, you, you sort of, you know, can't work. Um, you have children in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I use a CPAP, so um, I I don't have solar. I rent, but you know, if if um, I lost power overnight, yeah. you know, that means my CPAP doesn't work. Well, that to me that's not a huge deal. But what if it was oxygen? Yeah. So yeah. So energy storage is becoming a much bigger item for consumers. Because they don't want to be without power. Now it's, it is very expensive. You have to look at it more as an insurance policy than a return on investment. But it becomes a total solution, so that literally it's like being up on top of the mountain. You can be off the grid and yet still do the things that you need to do, whether that's heat the house because it's zero degrees, or you know cook your dinner, or you know run. Uh, whatever medical devices you have mm. but it all starts with you know that solar panel on the roof that's you know creating energy for you
0: mm. okay so let, let's just look at each one of them separately so you're sure. saying that, that that first option is that you have the panels and you have a, a battery no i think the oh, first no, no, option no. is just solar sorry yeah, yeah yeah and it feeds into the grid okay so this is something that i had heard of and i didn't really understand how that works so you use whatever you want. The surplus goes back out to the electricity company. And then those times where you need more of it, you can pull it for free. You've given it and now you're taking it back. Yes. Now, is that a very well-known thing in the solar panel industry? Like whether you're no. in America or Australia or it's, it's not a common thing? Um, that's a good question. Um,
1: I am going to say it's not well known. Period. Because when I talk to homeowners, yeah, you know, and I say net metering, I get a blank stare. Okay. So even here, where and it's not every state, and it's not every utilities, and the utilities, you know, why I don't understand are pushing back against it. I guess it cuts into their profits. They're pushing back against solar. Period. Mm-hmm. But. Um, there's, there's a lot of different pieces. I mean, it's an incentive. I mean, here in the US, we just had, an, you know, from the solar in industry's perspective, we just got a wonderful present and opportunity where um, this Inflation Reduction Act um, raised a tax credit to 30% from this year, 26%, next year, 22%, and then who knew? So that tax credit is going to go now for 10 years, plus... know a whole lot of other opportunities so there's 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 that plus in new jersey and pennsylvania and i'm going off topic redirect me but you know (laughs) um everybody has you know there's incentives out there in in every place that i've looked at you know to get people to go solar and to get companies to go solar because that's the other side of it it's you know um you're talking about companies a, a, a vacation Rental is is a company it's not a you know an an individual necessarily unless it's an airbnb Mm -hmm. Um, so you know companies have the same opportunities to put solar on their roof if they have lots of property to put you know an array Um, they have the opportunity here in the states now to get a tax credit of you know 30 percent of the cost of uh the solution plus the batteries Mm -hmm. so it and, and in terms of companies here in the states, um, there's also the ability to accelerate depreciation. So you can literally write off a system in one year. So it becomes a four or five year payback for a business versus, you know, eight or nine or 12 years in terms of, you know, most homeowners.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think that the whole thing about the tax credits and uh, the incentives, the government incentives, it's definitely worth a visit. I mean, Mm -hmm. whatever country you're in, it's it's definitely worth looking into. Because the other thing that I, I learned 15 years ago until now is that the price has really come down. So once upon a time, it was new technology. There wasn't much, out of it, uh, much of it out there. And now the prices have come down. Although I did speak to someone and they said that, oh, they looked at the price and it was going to take them 25 years to pay it off or something. And the, the life expectancy wasn't 25 years. But at the same time, you are greening the planet and you aren't dependent on these brownouts, blackouts, and whatever else could happen to your energy supply. So you are becoming a bit more independent. But cleanly independent <laughs>
1: right right yeah no i it's you know all all important stuff and look solar isn't for every home or business or every roof mm-hmm. um you know sometimes it doesn't work i mean i i look at you know big homes and roofs and some commercial roofs and it just doesn't work because they can't put the panels there they just you know I, i'm not sure you know what engineer drew the roof but you know they, yeah, it's like the Versailles, it's like, you know, looking down on these things, It's like, yeah. Are you, where, where am I gonna put these panels? Um, and then, you know, other times, you know, there might not be enough roofs. So it sort of has to, I, one of my colleagues talks about a three-legged stool. It, you have to have the budget to do it. You know, it's not free. It sort of irks me. I look around, you know, especially here in Florida, you know, solar's free, do this for, it's not free. It, 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 at the end of the day, You know, it's not free, Um, but there's budget. There's aesthetics. I mean, I've had a couple of homeowners I've talked to who said, there's no way my wife is gonna let me put those panels up on the roof. You know, I wanna put a Tesla roof on there and that's still in, yeah, that's bleeding edge. I I come out of technology and that's just bleeding edge. Um, You know, and, and then does it make sense? Is it going to provide you that return? In a reasonable amount of time, you know, if you're, you know, if you're totally green, and that's the most important thing, and you don't care what it costs, and it takes 25 years to pay it off, hey, there are people out there who do that. Most of the people that I talk to, they want a reasonable payoff. They want, you know, to um, offset the majority of their electric, and they just, you know, want it to be maintenance free. Mm. um they just wanted to, to work it was like a car. you get in there you turn the key and you know off you go
0: Mm-mm-mm. one of my questions is going to be you mentioned about how sometimes you know you just don't get the sun you don't get any power right. the big question is does the sun have to actually shine on the panel what is it taking from the sun if it's not direct sun hitting the panel is it uv is it the what, what's the other thing called <laughs> but w- does the sun have to actually shine on the panel if you're in a, london for example it's gray you know 90 percent of the year can you get so can you use solar panels?
1: yeah i mean it's it's looking for the radiance from the sun and what i've what i've tried to do over these last eight months is learn enough to be dangerous. <laughs> and I've learned over my 50 years in sales is I don't want to know too much because then you end up going down this rabbit hole of you know trying to that you'll never get out of with customers. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I do want to sell people. So um, but it, it, it's, it's not really looking at heat right now. It's really looking at, you know, it's the, the sun um, is exciting the modules, molecules in the panel, which then move around a lot, which then get picked up um, on these bars that go across the panels, which then convert it into electricity. Mm-hmm. So if the sun isn't shining, um, you know, and but the sun's or I mean, even if it's a totally cloudy day, as long as it's light, yeah. you know, you're going to get, something in that panel. And actually there are now what's called bifacial panels, which also pick up on the reverse side so that you're getting what's being reflected from the roof because you will get some amount of light reflected from the roof. Mm -hmm. So you know um and then there's there's talk out there and I and I haven't seen it yet but that you know to, to your point about light that you know there's solar panels being developed that will work at night. So does the sun have to shine? No, not really, but to get the amount of electricity to really do anything, it needs to shine.
0: <laughs> okay. And the other thing that I, um, I discussed on another episode was um, about EV charging points. So the beauty of having the solar giving you the power that will feed the car So you're saving money on electricity and you're saving money on petrol. So maybe it's a no-brainer if you want to combine the two. So to help offset the cost of those solar panels, if you have an EV car, or if you're a holiday rental, if you're a vacation rental manager and you offer an EV charging point, then your guests pay for that power, which goes into your pocket and you can earn extra revenue as well. So that sort of sounds like a nice combination to have if you can have it.
1: Right. I, what what I think, and, and I, I watched your episode with Eric. Um, I've also um, been in some seminars around EV charging, and it is uh, in, an incredible growth area. Um, yeah. One of the stories that I heard was, um, you know, corporate managers said, "No, nobody's going to really use it if we put they put two out there in the parking lot." And all of a sudden there was a line out his door. And as Eric was talking about, you know, they've developed software because you, what happened is, you know, people would park their car, they plug the charger in and then forget about their car the rest of the day and nobody else could turn. So it's, it's an incredible growth industry, um, both at the, um, I think he said stage two and stage three, you know, they build, they're building them up and down the highways um, here in Florida and across the U.S., Um, and but it's there's there needs to be some new technology that apparently is coming in the next year where you what we were talking about before and converting from dc to ac back to to dc where and then you have cars that you know can keep a house running for you know a day or two the new ford f-150 probably could run your house for five days with the size of the battery but the 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 points you know the, the 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 um the chargers are one way now they're not two ways that's changing so there is a going to be a move to both a direct dc coming off the panels to charge your battery on your ev and then the reverse so that if you need to keep your house running you can use that huge battery in the i won't say cars but <laughs> whichever car you have wow so that's that is you know that's all changing and, and again I'll go back to this this what I think is amazing bill um, as a senior it's also got medical stuff in it so I just I, I um, but you know they're they they've upped the credit to buy an EV both new and used um, they've they've provided credits for people to move to heat pumps in their homes in their businesses. Um, so you know, lots of stuff, and you know, look, yeah, you know, your your podcast about being green. Look at what's happening in the world. It, we, we, you know, we we as a, a people, if we don't change some things, you know, my kids will not have a place to live. They won't have food on the table. So I, I think it's um, incredibly important.
0: Yeah, yeah. And on that note, I think we'll start wrapping up. Is there anything else that, uh, about solar panels that you think we should know that I haven't asked?
1: Um, I just I think that um, as you know, I started talking about our company. I think it's important to to be educated. Mm. There's um, like any industry. There's there's good actors and bad actors Mm -hmm. and I think you need it's it's a long-term investment it's something that's going to be on you know your roof for 30 years so I think that um, as you know we talk about at exact solar is we're here to educate you need to be educated it's don't be afraid to ask any question you know there are no dumb questions Mm -hmm. and when you feel comfortable um, and you've gotten your questions answered um, the other side of it is to investigate the installer um, mm-hmm. i really i really think it's critical because if you um, if you don't check their reviews just like going to a um, you know an airbnb or a hotel or a vacation rental um, you know you don't want to be surprised in two years or three months that you know your system isn't turned on so I, I think it's really important to do your homework
0: Mm-mm-mm. absolutely and also the homework about what the government will give you in terms of health and incentives right. that's a very big one yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And, and, and a lot of the um the people who are out there selling you know are confused I'll put it to you that way Then <laughs> they're not they don't know there's a lot of my, 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 the owner of our company said to me the other day, he said, you know, look around, Alan, most of the guys I've hired are older, because I know that they're going to provide um, the right information versus a lot of the industry is young kids. I was a young kid once. I sold when I was in my 20s. But sometimes, you know, they they, they don't, they're not pushing the right information. And that's important at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the education and the experience. Yeah, lovely. Alan, thank you very, very much for your time. If you have any questions for Alan or any questions about solar panels and solar power, pop them in the comments below. Let's get this conversation started about solar power. Looking forward to some questions. And Alan, thank you very, very much again for your time and for coming along today. Sure, thank you.
1: This has been great. Enjoyed enjoyed it.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and were at least a little bit inspired. If you'd like to catch up on the other episodes that you've missed, just head to thegreenpathpodcast.com. See you next time.